Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, welcome back. So, this is another installment in the series on the power of a question. And questions, as we've already discussed, are very Hebraic. Uh, And why am I concerned about things that are Hebraic? Well, because Jesus was Jewish. And the entire Bible is a Jewish document. So there you go. But questions. Questions help us to plug into a lot of things. We ask ourselves questions, or we should. We ask our pastors questions, and we should. And people that got weird ideas, we ask them questions, and we should. It's the people that say, don't question me. Those are the people you need to question the most. (laughs) Probably. Now, this particular installment, we're looking at the word when. When. When has to do with timing, of course. And you know, when they say that timing is everything, they are really, absolutely, just straight up right. Timing is everything. It, you know, if you you think about it, it doesn't matter if you get a million dollars, you know, the day after you die. Uh, You know, if you're needing medical bills, you know, paid and needing some research done, you have some kind of problem, and then, boom, you're gone, and then, ooh, yeah, here's the money. No, 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 (laughs) it doesn't help. I mean, it it doesn't help. Uh, There is an old adage I like, and I try not to use adages, you know, proverbs, and take them too far beyond where they're meant to go. But I like this one, and that is, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. And uh, that has to do with just analyzing something to death. And I'll be honest, that sometimes tends to be a failing of my own. But timing, timing is everything. You know, it doesn't matter if you ask someone to marry you, if they've already been asked and said yes to somebody else, and then they're married, you know, after the wedding's over. You know, would you marry me? Well, no. Or accepting somebody's proposal for marriage after it's too late. I mean, you get the idea. Timing is everything. And God's timing is perfect, but the weird, crazy thing is we don't really know what that is all the time. And you know something, and this is going to sound strange, but you really don't need to. Because, literally, if God 
showed you everything that was going to happen to you, it would scare you so bad you probably would never leave the house if it just didn't give you, you know, total shock. So, in a way, it's God's mercy to us that he folds things out in his own timing. But man, it, it, it can drive you crazy. The when can really drive you crazy. So, let me tell you a story about a guy I know. And he's super smart. He's got three master's degrees. But in late in life, he changed his... Uh, he went from education to something else, to, to finance. Okay, And financial industry is, at least in the U.S., really hard to get into. Why is that? Because everyone wants you to be a millionaire, you know. They, nobody wants to, you know, to... When you're first starting out, you, you're not a millionaire. <laughs> they, but nevertheless, people, you know, well, he doesn't look rich. I don't want to give him any money. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, he was having to work two or three jobs to pay his bills. And uh, it was very frustrating. Now... This was a question I asked him, and this is going to seem kind of cruel, but it's not from this perspective. I asked him, when is he making time for God? Now, honestly, his response to me was, dude, I'm working three freaking jobs. <laughs> How am I supposed to make time to do any Bible study, outreach, witnessing, that kind of stuff? What are you saying? What are you talking about? But here's the thing. God can do more with less. What he needs is our participation. God doesn't ask for us to bring any resources to him. He has them. The thing God can't get from us because he refuses to violate our free will and our choice, is he can't force us to spend time with him. Well, look, if you have, if you say you have a relationship with the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, through Jesus, any relationship requires time. What kind of marriage, and I've mentioned this before, would it be you get married to somebody where even, let's, let's say, you know, let's take it down a notch. Let's just say you, two people commit to each other and they say, yeah, you know, let's just date our son. You know, just you, you, you and I, we're going to date. That's it. That's us. We're not going to date anybody else. It's us. And then, boom, one of them just vanishes. You know, and you never hear from them. You know, they never call, they never text, they never write, they never show up. And then all of a sudden, one day, they, sh you know, you, you find them, you know, somewhere, and you say, hey, <laughs> where you been? Oh, well, gee, you know, hey, everything's fine. You know, I'm still committed. Oh, really? Okay. And then all of a sudden, boof, they vanish again. You, you see, you can't have a relationship without 
putting effort and time into it? When are we making time for God? Now, here's the kicker. Most people think, most people think, oh, well, I need to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Well, who said that? Where is that? There's there's one place in the Bible where at the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, when he is under his real trial, where I mean he's he, right before he gets arrested, he takes uh, his inner circle, which is James, John, and Peter normally, and says, "Hey guys, I need you to pray. All right, I'm going to go over here by myself and pray also." And he comes back and they're just sacked out. They're sleeping. And his statement to them was, couldn't you pray even an hour? Well, you got to understand. I mean, the, the Amidah, the Jewish standing prayer, takes about 45 minutes. And you know something? Most Jews pray at least that three times. I mean, the Orthodox observant, you know, absorb, uh, excuse me, observant Jews Pray three times a day, and probably at least 45 minutes. So here's the kicker, though. What is God asking you to do? Is he asking you to cut your arm off? Not necessarily. What he wants you to do is start with something. Because God can't work with us if we will not give him something. That's the thing. He's not going to force us to follow him. That's not how the living God of Israel works. He wants active participation because we want to. Not because, you know, because we're going to get zapped if we don't. So, the honest truth is, is I, I, my next question to him was this I mean I asked and he said dude I got all this stuff going on and I get it I mean the guy's got to pay bills I totally get it so what I asked was this I said then what does participation with God mean to you? What does participation with God relationship mean to you? Because look, there's three things that Jesus did on a daily basis, every day, and that was prayer, Bible study, and outreach. Now, does that mean you got to pray 45 minutes to an hour? No, not necessarily. But do you need to pray every day? Absolutely. Yeah. Does that mean with Bible study you need to go through an entire book and memorize it and, and then parse the Greek and Hebrew out of it? No. But it does mean you need to get into the Bible however long that is. 
Does that mean when you reach out to other people that you have to volunteer for a uh, 15-hour project? No. But it does mean that somewhere in your day, you need to reach out to someone in Jesus' name and make one event that day, whatever that may be. Help someone in the name of Jesus. And so, you don't have to build a spaceship to serve the living God. That's not what he's asking us to do initially. But he absolutely demands. Because look, he paid for us. He died for us. He paid for us. He absolutely demands time. And guess what? The living God of the universe has the right to do that. Because he loves us. He cares. You know, and a lot of times, if, if you never go to the doctor, you never talk to the doctor, and one day, and then you die of something, you say, well, well that's, my doctor stinks. Well, if you never go to him and let him check you over, <laughs> you know, then how can God heal you if you never show up? When, when are we spending time with God in prayer and His Word and reaching out to other people? When? Now, here was my challenge to Him. And it worked this way. I said, I said, I said this, I said, Okay. I'm going to ask you to do this for seven days. Seven days only. Seven days. Do something in all three of those categories every day. Whatever that means to you. Every day for seven days. And I told him. I said, I guarantee you, guarantee you, God will reach out to you. If you got a relationship, He's going to reach out to you. Because, and that's not my guarantee. That's the kicker. I can say that guarantee. You know why? Because I don't have to back it up. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty cheap, but it's true. Because I know it works. I know it works. He has done that for me so many times I lost count. God will reach out if you will allow him to by reaching out to him. Because God will... Because here's the kicker. You reach out a foot, God reach out, reaches out a mile. You reach out a foot, he reaches out a mile. He meets you more than halfway. Every time. And I asked him to do it for seven days. Now, you know, here, here's, here's the kicker. All right. On day two. 
on day two of my challenge to this friend of mine. He got, he saw something in, a, in an ad, and he called the school, and he was an educator for a long time. And he called, and actually, a Christian school was interested and is interested in him maybe coming to teach for them. And get this, and get this teach Bible. Because this friend of mine is has a degree in Bible as well. Teach Bible and, and some other things. That happened on day two. Now, does he have the job yet? No. I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna pull your leg, you know. Nobody, you know, dropped out of heaven. Gold didn't fall in his hands. But that was day two. You know, if he continues, what could happen day four, five? Maybe he'll get the job. But do you see? You can't outperform the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's impossible. But the starting point is a relationship through Jesus. That's the starting point. Then, be a disciple. And a disciple sticks with the teacher. What does the teacher, what does our, our teacher Jesus do? Prayer, Bible study, and outreach every day. So, with that in mind, the challenge to you is this. If you haven't, if you're not making time for God, if you're not making time for the one that you say you have a relationship with, then look at that really hard. Ask yourself, for real, what kind of relationship do you, do you have with God? Do you have one? You may not. And I'm not going to shame somebody. But here's what I'm going to say. Please do, as quickly as possible, because all you have to do is ask them. Romans 3.23 If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then you ask Jesus into your heart and boom. And I mean literally I don't mean to say boom flippantly but I'm just saying literally it will change your life. And then if you have that relationship I want to encourage you you can't, you, you can't overspend time devoting yourself in that way. Uh, I, well, I guess at some point you could, but uh, but let me just say this: God's a performer. The God of Israel is a doer. He does. He is because he does, and you can't outperform God. You can't outperform the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it's not going to happen. So, try it for seven days. For whatever time you can, prayer, Bible, study, outreach, for seven days. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and this is an easy guarantee for me because I don't have to pack it up. God will reach out for you, to you, through you, and you'll notice. You'll notice. 
It'll come up on your radar. So with that, I want to encourage you to keep Thank on, you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.